Hi everyone, welcome to the Introverted with Michelle Carey podcast. I am Michelle, your host, and just like any other day, we're going to love and laugh just a little bit more. This is episode 5, Dave Chappelle, The Bird Revelation. So we're going to get into today's episode, but before we get into today's episode, I want to, you know, I hope you all can excuse my voice. I feel like I'm coming down with something and I've been fighting it off for the last couple of days. Um, Last week, it was three degrees in Maryland and yesterday it was 65 degrees. So the temperature has been very erratic. It would go from frantically cold to like really warm. And it did that over a course of a week where we had freezing rain on one day. And then a couple of days later, we had this warm rain. So I'm really trying to fight this off, but the podcast must go on. I took the opportunity to watch one of my favorite comedians. When I lost, when I last saw um, Dave Chappelle, he was just, you know, on the horizon of his career, of course, with the Chappelle Show. I loved that show, especially the first season. Well, both seasons were great. By the time he had left, and they had did that third season, and they were really, I guess, relying on Charlie Murphy and the other comedians to kind of kick it in. It was over, really. But I wouldn't really say that he left his show at the very height of his career because, in my opinion, Dave Chappelle is so prolific that he just had so much further to go. But he was on that rise. He was getting onto that peak with his own show. He was an A-lister, and he had arrived. So now he has two more additional specials on Netflix. I saw the first two, and um, those were funny. can't remember where the first one took place, but I think the second one took place in Texas. So now these next two, the three and four, um, dropped a little bit after Christmas, if I'm not mistaken. And the first of the two was called Equanimity. And it was more like the previous shows that he did. It was in a large venue. This one was in the Warner Theater in Washington, D.C. And my hometown, yay, born and raised, D.C. girl. Um, And it was good to hear Dave to rep for his D.C. roots. Uh, He speaks about how he grew up poor. And it probably necessarily wasn't really poor, because he was living in Silver Spring, but he was explaining that no matter how um, middle-class blacks were, and we thought we had money, we were still not on par with our white counterparts. They always looked a little richer, and I could understand that because I grew up in that area, in the upper northwest area near Silver Spring, and I know exactly what he's talking about because even though... You know, my mom did certain things. She made sure I would have like two pairs of shoes in different colors or um, we lived in a really nice townhouse. 
it was never like how when I went to my white friend's house and they had the mommy and the daddy and the older sister. I remember this one um, uh, set of friends I had. They were twins. They had an older sister, mother, father, dog, you know, that type of lifestyle. It made you feel kind of inadequate compared to when you go home back to your single parent and you don't have any siblings. So, so yeah, I got what he was, it resonated with me what he was talking about. But then he goes into his rant about Trump and the aftermath about how people thought that he supported the current president due to his SNL appearance um, and speech because he just basically said, let's try to give him a chance. But I think Dave was just trying to be inclusive you know, where we're in such a society right now where everything is very divisive. And he was just saying, we got to stop this. Let's just see what happens. But now that he's seen what's happening, he's like, nah, 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 we ain't doing this. And then he also included a long set about his transgender jokes. Um, and I think how he's misunderstood about his transgender jokes. But basically... Um, you know, Dave Chappelle is always a thought-provoking human being. So in between his jokes, he's delivering something for you to think on, some knowledge for you to gnaw on. Um, but, you know, he, he, he really doesn't give a hoot about what people say about him because he really gets into all, like, racial issues that seem to be a little touchy in terms of, like, stereotypes. But he doesn't care. You know, he is very open and unforgiving, in my opinion, and he's what we need in a world filled with all this political correctness and with every little thing, with this hypersensitivity in our current culture. And I know what it is. It's due to cultural Marxism. I don't want to get into that right now. I'll do another podcast about cultural Marxism, but that's really what he's hinting on. And this is what leads us into the second show. And this one is titled The Bird Revelation. Now that, the second episode, was very moving. It was very deep because it had some significant linkage to his previous time with Comedy Central. And if you think about it, the title, Bird Revelation. Well, what do birds do? They fly, and they are free to fly anywhere they want. They're free spirits. And as we all come to learn, this particular episode, I feel, is David Chappelle's red pill moment of his audience and to how he views walking away from his successful television show about him, you know, all of a sudden flying to Africa, being called crazy, and then he was on crack and he was a drug addict, to eventually disappearing for, you know, from the entertainment industry for about 12 years. So, and he does this. It's a very interesting thing because he does it through the retelling of Iceberg Slim's book, Pimp, The Story of My Life. He uses that as his... Analogy. So, you know, during this intimate set at a comedy club, 
and I'm not sure if it's the comedy club or a comedy club, but it's definitely a very small, intimate, he's mostly sitting down. Um, you can tell that it's a very small atmosphere. He goes into, he discusses the Me Too movement about why he walked away from his $50 million deal with Comedy Central. And it's very enlightening because you have to listen very closely because he's saying these things through jokes. But he takes the audience on a ride of perspective, reevaluation, and maybe how much your life is being pimped by the system. Like he was, he was basically saying. Now, I don't want to go too deeply into what he's saying because I think it's important for people to see the episode for themselves and then they could take the time to decipher and interpret the meaning of his analogy as well as the other breadcrumbs he drops about possibly, now this is the interesting thing, about possibly something more sinister moving through Hollywood than sexual harassment and sexual assault. I'm going to leave that up for you all to discern. And in this particular episode, I thought it was funny, but it wasn't like his ones of stand-up shows, because this is, he's trying to get something off of his chest. He wants to tell you, but he doesn't want to say outright what it is. And I know this is by design, because Dave Chappelle is a very smart individual. And the place that he's coming from is one of introspection of himself, his life, and maybe how he played a role in the industry that he shunned away. That's what I'm gathering from this. So he tells us, you know, how to value, know your value, know your worth, and that we must support the ones who seem like they don't need it the most. Because he does a bit on Colin Kaepernick. He really goes deeply into how we support the women of the Me Too movement. And that we must take care of one another in the midst of so much political correctness. That we must speak recklessly if we are going to get anything done. And I think that's key. Speak recklessly. Because in the society and culture that we're in now, anything can be misconstrued and people act as if their feelings are hurt if you say something politically incorrect. And that other, you know, that opposing viewpoints, if we don't speak recklessly, that opposing viewpoints will cease to thrive and live in our culture. It's almost like he's trying to prevent groupthink. I watched it two times. I am going to watch it again because he speaks truth to me about how I've been feeling for quite a while about my life, my purpose, where I fit in into this world, in the system, because he does talk about the system that our society and culture is in. So as I think on what Dave said, and he was quoting Iceberg um, Slim's pimp book, and he talks about whole mileage. I know I'm coming to the end of my whole mileage with my job, but I know See, I'm woke. 
because I've had my red pill, that I can't be pimped. But see, it's time for others to wake up from this capitalistic oppression, this capitalistic oppression pimp that we've all been hoeing for, basically. We need to wake up and start flying like a bird. And this last thing that I'm going to say, if you watch, if you watch it, you'll know what I'm talking about. Because he says, and I'll say it to you, now we've got ourselves a secret. Thank you, everyone. You reached the end of this episode, but thank you for listening to my podcast, Introverted with Michelle Carey. And as with everything, I appreciate you, especially while my voice is all crazy. If you love this episode, be sure to subscribe, rate, and share this podcast. And don't forget to check out my website at michellescarey.com and my blog at michellecarey.com. And you can also check out my YouTube channel, which is Shell Carey. This podcast has been brought to you by Sunray Multimedia, LLC, touching all lives of the universe. Join us next time for another edition of Michelle of Introverted with Michelle Carey. Peace.